If you're looking for a good new read or maybe a good new Christmas gift idea, Catherine Rains, our book reviewer, has two great books to tell us about this morning. Kia ora. Good morning, Jack. Let's begin, please, with Servants of the Damned by David Enrich. So in this, David Enrich focuses on the world of big law, and in particular one la- one of the world's largest law firms, a company called Jones Davey. And this firm was actually founded way back in 1893, but it was the first firm that expanded right across the US and then globally right across the world. And it has just these ties to corporate interests and conservative politics in particular. And I think since 2016, they've really been in the spotlight for representing Donald Trump and his campaigns and the amazing amount of their attorneys that actually joined his administration, including White House counsel Don McCann. And they helped him fend off the Mueller investigation. They challenged Obamacare. They defended his Muslim ban and border policies. Um, They handled the judicial nominations. They even laid some of the legal groundwork for Trump to challenge the legitimacy of the 2020 election. So very tied up in the Trump campaign. But actually, for decades, the firms changed, you know, when it started out, you know, its philosophy was very much about helping people. And, you know, now in their recent decades, they've represented Big Tobacco, um, the Catholic Church as it tried to minimise their uh, sexual abuse scandals, Prudhoe Farmer, who were the market of OxyContin, um, and, you know, they protect their right to market that uh, dangerously addictive drug. And interesting, Fox News, and they wage war against employees who were the victims of sexual harassment. So they're certainly you know, an interesting firm in the kind of cases that they handle. But it's the hidden role that they have in protecting some very powerful people and actually show how their profits and political power are overwhelming their legal ethics and their basic morality mm. to defend equity, fairness and justice. And it's just fascinating looking at this mega law firm and, yeah, which the way David Enrich tells the story really favours the rich and big companies because they can control people with just the sheer amount of money they have and ability to do that. Yeah. And yeah, fascinating look at corruption and politics and justice. Oh, it sounds like the sort of thing I would love. Yeah, that sounds really good. Okay, that's Servants of the Damned by David Enrich. Or Enrich, I'm not 100% sure how we say his surname, but uh, uh, Servants of the Damned is the name of the book. Next up, Edda Mussolini by Caroline Moorhead. So Edda Mussolini was the daughter of dictator Benito Mussolini, and she was born in 1910. And interestingly enough, her early years were marked by real poverty and beatings and just a very unstable life. Mm. Her father often wasn't there. He was either at war or at work or in prison. And apparently the interesting antidote that Karen Mohi tells is that when she was um, went to the prison to visit him, she was taught to hug him so that he could pass incendiary articles to his wife. And so she has this really interesting childhood. And because of that, she doesn't display in her adult life any kind of form of empathy or vulnerability. And she's just this very emotionally cold character. And in her teenage years, she then finds herself as the daughter of not someone who's you know poor and, and no place in society, yeah. but of Italy's dictator. And they have this incredibly close relationship and she was clearly his favourite child. Yeah. And she really ends up as the first lady of the regime. And by 19, she's married to a man who was a compulsive womaniser, Gian Chianto. And 
They were posted to Shanghai and their vices between them became apparent. He was repeatedly chasing women in Edna, drinking gin and, and losing large sums of money at poker. But they were the regime's golden couple. And it's just fascinating to look at their life as Tiano became Mussolini's minister for press and propaganda and then he later becomes foreign secretary. And they just, yeah, this very glamorous power couple, which all ends very badly for um, Edna's husband. Um, but for her, she actually, at the end of the war, ends up fleeing to Switzerland and she remains in hiding uh, under an, well, she remained in hiding under an assumed name and trying to defend her life and background when it yeah. was convenient and, and not when it wasn't. Um, but really, it was just in the book, though really does conclude at the end of the Second World War, but talks briefly about, you know, sort of what she did after that. She becomes very reclusive. But quite frankly, she was probably one of history's most awful characters. She yeah. was just unpleasant. But, yeah, it was a really interesting look at, you know, how she saw the German-Italian relationship and, you know, how very involved she was Yeah. Um, and, and setting, you know, how they came about to end up in, in World War Two alongside Germany. Yeah, that it's, it's interesting. And yeah. yeah. Just okay. a different look at that time in history. Yeah. All right. Hey, thanks so much, Catherine.